So we tried alligator. What? Yeah. What's that? Alligator. Oh. Like, like, like an alligator. Yes. <laughs> That's disgusting. Have so, you tried it, though? No. <sighs> so that was the first time. All right. A bunch of me and my cousins, we were like, okay, let's just try it. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. How was it prepared? It was fried. Yeah, that yeah. helps. I said, they were like, do you want it? Um, I was like, no, just fry it hard. <laughs> give me some dipping sauce. Hey, folks, welcome to another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consortium at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues in public PK-12 education. This summer, we're featuring stories about the importance of relationships in public education in our Connections Across Education series. And today, I have Queen Bailey and Cameron Smith with me from Douglas Freeman High School in Henrico County Public Schools. Uh, Ms. Bailey is an assistant principal at the school with 18 years of experience as an educator. Cameron's a rising junior. Uh, as you will hear, their story captures how school discipline can be a vehicle for f- facilitating lasting connections between students and educators. Uh, my name's David Naff. I get to be the host of this conversation today. Ms. Bailey, Cameron, welcome to you both. Thank you. Glad to have you here. Ms. Bailey, tell me all about Cameron. Well, Cameron is a wonderful young lady. Um, she's she's a regular teenager that has regular teenage things going on, and she's sweet. She she really is. So <laughs> she's funny. We have a really good t- good conversations. We have a really good time when we're talking. We talk about everything um, from what's going on now to what's happening in the future. Um, she's very helpful. I see how much she loves her family, and which is something that's really attracted me to her because I love my family, and I love helping family as much as I can. So um, I'm glad that I had the opportunity to be Cameron's administrator, and I've gotten to know her really, really well. Mm-hmm. And when we um, contacted you about this, about participating in this, you recommended Cameron. I Why did. Cameron specifically? Um, our relationship has just grown over the last two years. It's just it's blossomed, and I don't I don't know what it is. It's just we just connected. Mm-hmm. Um, my daughter's in ninth grade. She's a rising tenth grader. So when I speak with my students, I have my daughter in mind. Like if I was talking to my daughter, what would I be saying? And mm-hmm. so it really connected me and Cameron. She's a young lady, um, and I wanted her to just be the best version of herself that she could be. And I saw it. And some young high schoolers, they don't see it in themselves. And Mm. someone has to see it in them and to bring it out. Um, But she was receptive. Any type of advice that I gave her, she was receptive to it. Mm. And she's actually helped a lot of her friends, Mm. (laughs) especially this past year, (laughs) with things that they were dealing with, with issues that Cameron had dealt with, mm-hmm. but she's able to actually help them now. So I think that's amazing. All right. Cameron, tell me about Miss Bailey. <laughs> she's awesome. <laughs> I honestly don't know what I would have done the past two years without her. She's helped me through so much emotionally and with school. We're getting there. It's a process. She's just like, she's helped me through so much. I honestly don't know what I would have done without her at school. Um, 
I'm I'm eager to tell the story about how you two met. <laughs> so, Cameron, kick us off here. How did the two of you guys meet? I think I got in trouble. Yeah, I got called into her office, and she was just like, "What? What are you doing? <laughs> like, come on." And I don't know. She just talked me through how to not be in that situation again, mm-hmm. and I got in trouble again. So. <laughs> Yeah. Just... Do you remember what you got in trouble for that first time? What all the kids get in trouble for? Cell phone. Yeah. Mm. Cell, phone. cell phone in class. <laughs> uh, yeah. The cell phone policy uh-huh. is you you can have it in between classes. You can have it at lunch, um, just off and away in class. And, of course, as high schoolers, they can't live without their cell phone. Mm-hmm. So it was just an issue where she had it out. The teacher had asked her to put it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then they contact Miss Bailey. Learning moment. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when people go see the assistant principal, the follow-up is not always that, oh, now we're super close, right? So what was it about this that made that happen? I don't know. I think that, of course, the first time it was just normal ninth graders have this ninth grade attitude as to, okay, whatever, just what's my consequence and then give me my consequence. And so my um, comment I most most of the time I make is you don't have to always come see me if you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm here for something other than when you're in trouble. So mm-hmm. you can stop by. Now you know where my office is. Just stop by and say hi. Mm-hmm. And um, so Cameron would stop by, say hey, and then, you know, she'd get in trouble, and then we'd work through it. Um, but it was few and far between where she was getting in trouble. We were just having more conversations as to, as she said, how to work through mm-hmm. the issues. There are other ways to deal with not getting along with something that your teacher said or something like that. So it just... Um, blossomed into something kind of a friendship hmm. yeah I'd say. yeah what um helped you know that you could go to miss bailey after that i just trusted her i just knew that i could just talk to her and i could just try i don't know i could just trust her yeah how could you tell that you could trust her she's easy to talk to normally i'm not open so hmm. she's just very easy to talk to and if i needed her i could just be like i need to go to miss bailey and talk to her so. so you guys have known each other for two years mm-hmm. now? Yes. Does it feel like it's longer than that? It does. It, it does, does feel like yeah. I've known her for a long time. It's funny how that how that happens. Right. In one of our studies, we're, we're looking at school discipline and just how it can be more than just a series. It's like a code of conduct and a series of consequences, mm-hmm. but it could really be an intervention and a lot of good can come out of it whenever yes. an administrator and a student get together. And that's what we're trying to do, um, especially at Freeman. Um, we talk about restorative practices and different things that we can do instead of we understand what the student did and we let them know what they did was not according to the code of conduct, but there are other ways to handle it. And that's what we have been doing at Freeman just to kind of work through it because it's not, you know, once they get out of high school, there's no circles. You can't sit around and have a conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just really took that to heart um, at Freeman, working with our students, building these relationships so that they can be better people. It's really about them learning and not making the same mistakes over and over instead of just hammering them with in-school suspension, Mm in-school suspension. How's that approach been working? It's actually been working really well. Our discipline um, suspensions have gone down. We haven't had a lot of altercations as 
at the school, and then a lot of the girl drama has, <laughs> it's still there. <laughs> and Cameron has helped them work, helped their friends work through huh. a lot of the things. And some of the things she says to them, I'm like, hey, I remember saying that. So <laughs> She'll just tell me things, and I'm like, that makes so much sense. Like, whenever you argue with a teacher, why not just apologize for what you did? It's not that hard. It, it's not embarrassing. You need to apologize. They're works in progress. We're yeah. working on them. We all are, I think. We all, every day. We're, we're all learning, always learning. Cameron, <laughs> I'm wondering how you think Miss um, Bailey's maybe made you think differently about school. Um, I've never really been a fan of school. Hmm. Still not my favorite thing. But going there and knowing that there's somebody there to help me through it, I can just go to her talk about why I'm not being focused, why I'm not listening to my teachers. Um, she'll just help me through that and then tell me, like, I don't know, just having her there helps. Yeah. yeah. How are you um, different now than when you came to Douglas Freeman? Mm, very different. Huh. Um, in the beginning, I didn't do anything. I just sat in class, sometimes slept, yelled at my teachers a lot. Now I... I'm trying because I'm now realizing, like, life is just in two years and I can't be sitting around and sleeping in class. I actually have to pay attention because I don't get the grades. I don't go to college. I don't live my life. Is life a little bit easier now? Yes. Yeah. Very easy. How much of that do you attribute to Ms. Bailey? A lot. A lot. (laughs) Because she just, I don't know, she just helps me. Yeah. She's good at her job. Yes, she is. <laughs> Ms. Bailey, how has uh, Cameron made you think differently about your work? Um, I know that, you know, being a teacher, you're in the trenches with the students and you make those relationships with those groups of students. Even students that are not in your class, they come and talk to you. So um, I was kind of skeptical being the AP trying to figure out, because I know I'm a relationship person, so how is that going to translate to how am I going to get to know these students, especially at Freeman where we have about 1,800 students? So just the way that Cameron's relationship my, and my relationship has blossomed, it lets me know that I am definitely needed on that level because there's kids there that um, they just need somebody else. There's just mm-hmm. We just need more bodies in the building that the kids can trust and feel that they can go to and just open up and talk about their feelings, talk about their emotions, talk about what's happening. So that, And we've been through it so that we can help them through it. So it's not me telling her what to do. It's just really me explaining, okay, this is what happened and these are the consequences, so what can we do differently? And it's really her coming up with what can she do differently. It's just me trying to help her to think about the other options besides going back and forth with your teacher because I said that's not going to help <laughs> anybody. Right. Yeah. So it just really affirms that every person in the building is important. You mm-hmm. really need – it could be someone in the school counseling department. It could be the front office. Every, if a student feels comfortable going and conversating or talking with that person, then it's – very important and it's needed. Mm-hmm. Now, I've um, I've never been an assistant principal. I've worked in public education, so I've worked with a bunch of them, mm-hmm. and I've had the opportunity to shadow some assistant principals <laughs> as a researcher. And your days are crazy. Man. You do so much. You're all over the building. You're working with students and staff and yes. faculty, 
I'm wondering if it's a helpful thing to have these moments where there's this concrete, like something is going well. It really is because you see some things um, you're working through, like you said, dealing with teachers and making sure that their instruction is really relevant to what our students are today, how our students are learning today. So we're really, we try to get in the class as much as we can, but at the same time, we're dealing with the discipline. We're dealing with school safety. Um, It's a lot. So it is important to know that my work with Cameron and some of the other students that I have built relationships with, it's important to me. It's really, really important. Yeah. It's good to have a like a, a mama, like I know it's going well yes. with Cameron. Yeah, you tell <laughs> yes. that story. Um, all right, my favorite part is, Bailey, what question do you have for Cameron? <laughs> so I just want to know if if you were ever in the role of assistant principal, I know that's not the route that you want to take. Right. Um, how would you deal with your students? Like what would be your go-to I honestly have no clue. I think I just, I wouldn't be a very strict, I don't know if that's, I don't know. I don't know. I think I'd be very laid back, and if they needed to talk, I wouldn't be some scary adult that they needed to go see, you know, if they're in trouble. I think I'd just be, I'd try to be easy to talk to. I know how hard it can be if there's not somebody there to where it's easy, but I also know it is easy with some adults. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting about that. So you say you wouldn't want to be strict, but it, I, um, I have a feeling that, Miss Bailey, you're probably structured yes. in the way that you do, right? Like yes. you have expectations for oh, yeah. stuff. So mm-hmm. how do you balance that? Like I have structure and expectations for you, but I'm still trying to build right. a relationship. And so you still you. have to, the way that I do it is I have the students come in and tell me what happened. And then I let them know that, okay, there has to be consequences for your mm-hmm. actions because you have to teach young people that you can't just do whatever you want to do and then get away with it. So you give them their consequence and then you kind of talk through it and work through it and say, okay, next time, what can we do differently? And sometimes students are receptive to it and sometimes they're not. They're just like, whatever, I don't want to talk to you. Just let me know how many days I'm suspended and I'm going back to class. So um, I just think there has to be a balance. Like. And we have different roles, the different APs at my school. Everyone's different. Like, our personalities are different, but we all mesh mm-hmm. together. You know what I mean? There's certain students that um, build relationships with me and then build other relationships with the other APs just because of their personality. So I think the main thing is just be yourself. Like mm-hmm. Be who you are, and it's genuine. The kids will know that if you're not, if that's not, you're not like that, Miss mm-hmm. Bailey, so don't pretend Mm -hmm. that's who you are. So I think that's the way to deal with it. Just kind of be yourself. You still have to have those expectations for the students. But at the same time, let them know you're human. Let them know, hey, there's things that I did in high school. We're not going to talk about it. But I made it through. So it just has to be clear and concise, but be yourself. Yeah. And when you and I talked before, you mentioned how you always start you try to start with the um, from a place of respect with students. So, did you always feel respected by Miss Bailey? You could tell. Definitely. How could yes. you tell? She just she talked to me like I was a person, not just some student who just got in trouble. She wasn't. She just she didn't come at me like you're in trouble. Like here's your consequences. She was like, well, what happened? Like, why did you do that? This is what's going to happen now. Right. So she wanted to know your perspective on yes. things. Is that what you expected going into that first meeting? No. Honestly. Cameron, what question do you have for Ms. Bailey? Well, you already asked it, but 
I was wondering why she picked me to be a part of this. I just think I would just, I don't know. I just think our relationship has blossomed from where it was into where it's now. You come by my office every day. We just, it's just a, hey, how you doing? Just checking in on you type thing. And there are other students that I have these types of relationships with, but ours has just grown so quickly. And again, it feels like I've known Cameron for years. So I have students that I've taught that have already graduated from college, and I feel like we have that same bond. Mm. And so I just felt that um, Cameron was a great example of how basically relationships in a school can help a student from one point in their life to where they are mm. today. So that's why I chose mm. Cameron. How did it feel to get picked for this, Cameron? Oh, I felt so honored. <laughs> I think it's cool to um, find out what you mean to somebody. It yeah, really is. And things like this. Yeah. Um, where do you think, where do you see Cameron in five years? Cameron will be in college. Yes. Right? Uh, yes. She'll be in college studying. Um, she's going to be an amazing person. She's going to be a role model to younger people. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely her nieces and nephews are looking up to her, and they're going to follow in her footsteps, and she's going to be able to guide them through um, different things that they're dealing with. So I definitely see her doing great things. Mm-hmm. You think so? Yeah. What are your plans after high school? Um, I think what I'm going to do is take that first year off and just work and try to figure out the life part of life, just <laughs> getting, get, having a job, paying your bills, doing all those things, and then add school to it because I think I might go to community college first and then go to a bigger college or just jump right in. I don't know. We'll see where I am when I'm a senior. You've got options. Yes, she does. Yeah. If you figure out how life works, let me know. Exactly. (laughs) We're still figuring it out. What do you want people to know about the importance of relationships in public education? I just, I want people to know, teachers, administrators, know something more about your students than their name and their grade. Like, just know a little bit more about a student. And I understand, because I was a teacher, I understand you have a lot of students, and you can't have this relationship with every student. But if you have a conversation with every single one of your students, you'll know a little bit more about them mm-hmm. and why they're acting the way they're acting. And it, I'm not saying that it's right what they're doing, but just know a little bit more so that that student knows okay, this teacher cares about me, this teacher respects me as a person, and I'm going to do everything that I can to make this relationship work. So I just think know a little bit more about your students. Mm -hmm. It makes your job easier. It really does. It really does, yes. Cameron, what do you think? I think if you have a good relationship with your teacher, then the class will just be so much easier because they, if you come in having a bad day, you can trust them a little bit to be like, this is... A little bit why this is why I'm upset and I just need to just sit in the back of class and learn from back there you know do you think you'll keep up with Miss Bailey after you graduate and move yes on definitely. Yeah. I'm gonna be her life coach for life mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yes. can I get you to be my life coach yes you? Okay. <laughs> you can be a part of life coach Academy <laughs> you're available <laughs> yes well we're gonna have to leave that there for now okay. but if you can't get enough of this story You should be sure to join us on October 19th at the 15th Annual Merck Conference, where we're going to be featuring Ms. Bailey, 
Cameron, and 10 other students and educators from across our school divisions in a special session on the importance of relationships in public education. Um, our theme for the conference is Connections Across Education, Advancing Public Schools Through Research and Relationships. We're also going to have presentations from our ongoing Merck studies as well as sessions with other researchers, practitioners, and policymakers in Metropolitan Richmond. You can learn more on our website at merck.soe.vcu.edu slash conference. That's M-E-R-C dot S-O-E dot V-C-U dot E-D-U slash conference. Uh, there you could submit a proposal, register to attend, check out other episodes of this podcast series, and record a story of your own about a teacher or other educator who made a big impact on your life. You could hear your voice on this very podcast. How cool. Uh, be sure to tune in for other incredible stories from our school divisions. We have a lot of good news to share. If you enjoyed what you heard today, we hope that you will share this episode with anyone you believe could benefit from joining our conversation. We're eager to bring them to the table with us. Uh, You can access Abstract on the Merck website as well as on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Stitcher. We hope you will subscribe and leave some feedback on any of these platforms. Uh, My thanks to Queen Bailey and Cameron Smith for joining us today and all the teachers, researchers, students, parents, school leaders, policymakers, and other stakeholders in public education, including you, for taking part in this conversation. We hope that we will never forget that relationships are the foundation of public education. Uh, My name is David Naff. This has been another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consortium at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues in public education. Let's talk again soon. Thank you, David. Thank you. Thank you. We did it. That was good. That was great. Good job, guys. Well done.